amazing people, beautiful people. Welcome to Citation Needed. I am your host, Amor Marie, and I'm hoping you are enjoying your day. And if you are just starting it, I hope it all goes well. I cannot believe it has been a whole week already since I dropped episode one and the demand for episode two was so high that I just wanted to give it to you as soon as possible. But I had to follow a routine, get us all in order. And speaking of order, in this episode, we are seeking, they are speaking. I will be talking about a little bit about this pandemic and how our youth has reacted to it and what we've been doing during everything. Uh, I will be talking a little bit about curiosity and how it gets you into certain situations. You know, curiosity can get you some very, very positive results, but it can also get you into some very, uh, let's say, life-learning experiences that I hope you remember for the rest of your life. And we will also be getting into a little bit about why young people do bad things. Now, I can't speak for everybody, but I can I can speak for quite a few of us, to say the least. But before we get into that, our song of the week. So, our song of the week, Reborn to Rebel by Ski Master Slump God, is off of his latest album, Stokely. Now, some brief history about Ski Mask before we get into the business. Um, Ski Mask was best friends with the late rapper XXXTentacion. They both came up around the same time, but they were doing music very long before that. And young people love him. Young people love Ski Mask the Slump God. He is a rager, and he is known for making raging music and... The young people just gravitate to him. And I felt like this song specifically was just from the name. Just from the name. It correlated so well with the topics I'm speaking about in this podcast that I don't know why it wouldn't be chosen for Song of the Week. And I really hope you guys go check it out after that, especially the young ones. If you don't already know it, now you should know. And... The song of the week is basically what relates most to the podcast or the episode of the week. So, without further ado, let's get into it. Dear grown-ups, we pick up on things quite quickly. We are learning things a lot faster and sooner than you might think. And it's not our fault. We just have access to more information than ever before we have the internet and the internet it's 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 a blessing and a curse and I think we all are seeing it but what can we do about it um I don't think there's like a hands-on you need to do x y and z but I do think that it's important to teach us about it. And by us, I mean young people, because it feels as though we are learning on our own. And that's where we are getting into a lot of trouble. We have access to all different types of information. And it's quite easy to get to it. Anything that we want to know, and maybe things we don't even want to know, It's right in front of our face. We are just there. And like I said, it's a blessing and a curse. The blessing is that it is information to what we need. But the curse is it's information to things we don't have any business knowing about. Now, young people, or, you know, my people, my people, we leave breadcrumbs when we're doing bad things and we aren't intending to be bad that's usually not the intention sometimes it is but that's more so when you are like with friends trying to experiment and just 
when you're with friends, that's probably when you're doing something bad. When you're alone and you're and you come across something and you like you know that you don't want to tell your parents about it, but you still want to know what it is. You you just you aren't intending to be bad. You just haven't been told to stop or you're just seeing plenty of other people doing it. You know that saying there's a thin line between right and wrong. I don't know if it's a cliche or not, but it's pretty accurate. And a lot of the times you cannot see that line. You know, it's very transparent, if that makes sense. You know, your intuition will tell you what's right and what's wrong. So, you know, wrong is being done it's just you don't know why it's wrong so is it really wrong (laughs) that's the same thing with being bad there can be a thin line between good and bad and it's kind of scary because if bad was your intention then you would know it's bad but if it's just curiosity or observations then is it really bad I don't want my parents to know so is it the right thing and when would I tell them and maybe I just don't want to tell them because I don't know how they'll react maybe I just don't want to tell them because I don't think they'll care who knows but it's all about your intuition and what it's telling you. I think we should all listen to that little voice in our head more often. But sometimes it's important to get caught in the moment and be told by someone else that this is good, this is bad. But sometimes it's also wrong, not wrong, but not a positive thing when someone tells you because Maybe you don't respect that person, and when they do tell you it's wrong, you just might want to do it just to spite them. That's not healthy. That's just... That's just hurting yourself more than it's hurting them. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Whenever you just don't like someone so badly that you just want to do the exact opposite of what they tell you because I know we've all been there and I can't blame you because I've been there too so just keep that in mind being a teenager is so weird like come on I know that but it's not even just being a teenager just being young because before like a couple generations ago, eight-year-olds would not have been put into this category. But uh, since I've been eight, I think we're going to put them in that category. As, and, you know, eight plus. That's that's definitely a very uh, interesting time to be in. Uh, so, okay, we all know that being a teenager and 8 to 12 (laughs) is just it's very interesting um there's this point where like something in your brain just switches I don't know when it is I don't know why but there's just this weird moment where it goes from I want to do everything to impress this person to now I want to do everything to impress my friends. And from what I've been told, later it'll be I want to do everything to impress myself. And the teenage years and 8 to 12. (laughs) Can't believe I'm adding them into this. But when you're young, you kind of... Right, I know from personal experience, and you feel like you're parenting yourself. 
you may have the best parents in the world who just love you and they're talking to you about everything, but there's still something in you that says, I'm still parenting myself. And and at the end of the day, it's still up to me. I don't know why, but I don't think that's the best way to go about things, but it is what happens at this weird turning point. And the teenage years, as well as 8 to 12, uh, there's just a bunch of trial and error. And even though you know that your parent or guardian would disapprove or you know the outcome of the situation, just yourself, you still want to do it just so you can either say, I did it, or just so you can see for yourself. And there's nothing that anyone can say to stop that from happening, because it's guaranteed. It will come. It's just a matter of how often will I not listen, if that makes sense. And not listening isn't something we do on purpose for the most part. It's just there's the angel and then there's the devil on our shoulders. And that little devil just like is pushing your head to look that way. Or it's it's just talking for you. It's it's just it's taking control. But eventually that angel comes out and you get overwhelmed with guilt. And that guilt will make you do a lot of things that you never would have thought about doing if it wasn't for that guilt. The angel is a blessing and a curse. The angel tells you it's bad. You know it's bad. And you want to listen to that angel. But because you didn't listen to the angel, now they are talking to you in your ear, in your head. And it's just like, wow. I don't want to keep feeling this guilt. Let me go figure out and find an outlet. And this pandemic has taken away all of our outlets. Trust me, I know. I know. And now is definitely the perfect time to be learning new things. But... Those new things are now not up to your coach or your counselor or your teacher or whoever teaches you things. Learning's not up to them. Learning is now up to these influencers. Ooh, hold on, hold on. Let me chill out for a moment because, whoa. Like, your parents are still here for you, right? But they're stressed out. They're occupied. They are trying to figure out how in the world their their life is going to be. You know, we thought coronavirus, when we heard about it in, I don't know, January, February, we thought it was just in China and it was just random and it was just another tabloid in the news. And we were just like, whatever, whatever, doesn't matter. Who cares? Not really in those words, but it was just like very like whatever. But soon as the third week in March comes, we get let out of school early. And what we thought we would only be out of school for four days ended up becoming four months. And so now we're in the summer. Summer, things kind of get a little bit more let loose, you know. But then we... And I know some of us are going back to school now. Um, hybrid, though. So it's, it's not really, like, real straight back to school. And I know some of us go to religious schools, um, but they still have to take, you know, precautions. It's just... But majority of us are still online doing distance learning. And it's been, I don't know, six months? Almost seven and now they're saying that we might not be going back. To, we are not. We might not be opening back up until 2021. But some people think that we won't be like comfortable 
and back to how things were in 2019 until 2022. Not to scare y'all, but just to just to emphasize how hard this pandemic's been on everyone. And it's it's not in our control, and I think that's what's stressing everyone out at the moment. It, it's just out of our control, and there's no consistency. But, I mean, we hear about this pandemic all the time, so I'm not going to shed too much light on it, because I'm sure you know. But I am going to say that for a while now, we, like, we as in younger people, um, are taking the advice of YouTubers, Instagrammers, or social media influencers, basically, a little bit more than we are taking the advice of our own parents. And it's, 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 a, it's a very, how do I put this? What do you guys think? Would you say it's not a bad situation to be in? It's just a very, influential situation to be on, or in, excuse me. And I only say this because now is the time well eight to eight and plus eight plus is the time where parents well no not really because I didn't know eight-year-olds were bad until eight-year-olds became bad um (laughs) so yeah watch out and not all eight-year-olds are bad just I've encountered some very very interesting things it's usually the ones with older siblings those are the ones that you gotta watch out for not saying your eight-year-old's bad but I'm just saying watch out because they're learning things speedy Gonzalez if I thought my generation was into a whole bunch of mess nah no it's the eight-year-olds watch out for them (laughs) um Eight-year-olds can be mean. I don't know. Maybe I just had, like, a couple bad experiences with some, and they just, like, now I think all your eight-year-olds are bad. But anyways, anyways, back to what I was saying. The influential influence of these influencers. Um, I don't think influencers really understand that the people they are influencing is, like, kids and or young people. Like, young people, like, they're the ones doing all these numbers. And I'm not and I'm not taking it away from people who are influencers or nothing. Like, they're, they're in their bag, to say the least. Like, I'm not mad at them. I just don't think they realize, like, you know when you're young and you have to make, like, an email in order to get into everything? And you got to pretend like you're a teenager so that you could have access to like an email and like to all the social media and stuff and so you just click a random age and random birthday and that's your identity well y'all act like and by y'all I mean us young people so I'm gonna say we we act like that age we randomly selected whether that's 56 18 21 29 34 any of these ages that's how we are acting and I'm not trying to be a hypocrite because I've been there too but I'm not there no more we need to get it together (laughs) we gotta we need to remember that we are 12 11 15 17 20 we just gotta remember that we are the age that we are And, you know, before you would hear about, oh, they're not acting their age. We don't even know what that looks like anymore, honestly. Like, what? 
Can can somebody please tell me what 12-year-olds act like? Because from what I've seen, I'm acting just like everybody else who's my age. So what do you think acting our age is? I, I understand that the line between acting grown and acting your age has become very, very thin when before it was like the size of four Harry Potter books put together. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it's, so my question is, what is acting our age? And when we get that established, because I have that question too, but when we get established, how will we know what it is? It's just like, (laughs) I don't want to keep going back to this pandemic or this whole coronavirus thing. But it's just like that. Um, you know how in... So it started off with being under the president. Then the president gives it to the governors. Then the governors give it to the mayors of each county. Like now we're at the point where each county is different. And it's like... It's just there's no unity in this thing and I think that's why we're not beating it honestly but like I said we all hear about this coronavirus so much but that's not what I'm talking about right now right now I'm talking about the thin line like to get from one county to another all you need is a car or a bus just a sense of transportation and now the mall that was closed in I don't even know let's say LA is now open in like San Diego. Like I said, I don't even know if my geography, if my geography is accurate right now, but still, still, that's besides the point. There's no, like, everybody's going to go to San Diego to go shopping at the mall because LA is closed, but San Diego is wide open. And I don't think I'm pretty accurate with this, but just, just rock with me. Okay. (laughs) Um, that, man, I totally forgot what I was about to correlate this with. See, I got too busy trying to figure out the geography and all the places near LA that I done lost where I'm at. (laughs) Um, wow. One second, y'all. Okay. Let me think. I was talking about acting our age. Right. Okay. So... There's no consistency with this whole act your age thing, you know, like in the 80s from movies, um, you see eight year olds, I mean, not eight year olds, like 12 year olds playing with dolls in their little dresses, I guess, and had their hair hot combed and it's just completely opposite of what 12 year year olds look like now. And, like, I'm using age because it is all races. Now, I guess I'm only speaking for America, but not really. Um, I mean, just watch Degrassi. Well, don't watch it, but Degrassi. You see how they dress. They dress a lot like how we dress. They're in Canada, based in Canada. You see that they dress a lot like how Americans dress. Look at Europe. Europeans dress a lot like how Americans dress. Different brands, but same sort of style. You know, the jeans with the t-shirt, with the shoes, right? And um, Africa, they got it together. You know, they, they, I'm going to say they are dressing a little bit differently, but not really. Not really. I guess, yeah, no, not really. Different, but in their own way. But they also look a lot like you know, everyone else I'm talking about. I'm not going to say just Americans. I can only speak for America because I live here, but I don't think we were the ones to come up with this whole style that we have. Even in Asia, though, like, you see pictures of China, you would have think that was Chinatown in San Francisco. Vice versa. Um, Like, they just dress the same. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying that 
the way in which we've been dressing over the years has definitely changed all over the world. So that act your age thing that people who grew up in the 80s, just as far as image goes, is different, right? Um, and then same with the 90s. Excuse me. Um, in the 90s, I believe they had like, I don't know, overalls and I don't know, however they were dressed in. Overalls with the t-shirt, um, kind of similar to how we are now, just now it's a little bit more, I don't know. In the 90s, like, style was pretty cool in the 90s. It's the 2000s for me. <laughs> um, with the X double XL jeans, with the triple XL shirt, with the forces. We still rocking the forces, I will say that. But if you guys know what I'm talking about, the 2000s fashion was just real interesting. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go Google some pictures. Like, it's hilarious. I'm not mad at it at all. That's what they thought was cool at the time. It It is what it is. But, oh my goodness. Sagging was so in. It's hilarious. But, like, at that point, was it even sagging if the pants just couldn't fit, you know? <laughs> um, You know, now we're wearing skinny jeans. And I'm talking about dudes. Dudes are wearing skinny jeans, which I have no problem with. But apparently, the dudes who sagging do. Um... <laughs> Okay, okay, I'm a little bit sidetracked now, but as far as image goes, it's changed. So if one person is just looking at anyone and they see them at ripped jeans and like a graphic tee, um, I'm not going to say crop tops because I'm personally not a fan of it, you know, but I feel like that's an, an adult thing, but y'all is wearing it at our age in the 2000s too so I'm not even gonna speak on that but like a normal graphic tee some ripped jeans and some sneakers right you may or may not think that person's older now I don't see I would look at someone and be like oh yeah they're my age or yeah they're a couple years older than me but there are a lot of people saying, oh, she don't look her age. Um, oh, she looks a lot older than she, than she told me. Like, oh, she looks, let's say, she they guess three plus years older than what she is. And it's like, well, she doesn't look like a, let's say a 12-year-old, you know, they say, oh, I thought you were like 15, 16. And you're like, no, I'm 12. You don't look 12. Like, why? Like, you don't have to be, like, um, and it's just because of the way you're dressing. And I think some ripped jeans and a graphic tee and some sneakers is quite innocent. I don't, me personally, I don't see anything wrong with it. But uh, I guess it makes you look older and it's just like, no, it's just style. And if your parents are letting you wear it, then it gotta just be fine, right? But no, people love to make you seem like you're trying to be older than what you are but so with that being said when people are, are constantly telling you that you you know look older than you are you speak older than you are you're you're gonna end up over time you're gonna end up feeling and acting like you are older than you are and that's not your fault it just happens you know what I'm saying? Like, does that, does that make sense? Are you following me? Now, back to the whole consistency thing. Like a pandemic, right? Um, okay, let me stop bringing up this pandemic with this consistency thing because it always gets me off track. Anyways, there's no consistency of how uh, a 15-year-old should act. You know? Um, I believe 15-year-olds are just... I don't know. I guess they're all different, but for the most part, you know, you're a sophomore in high school and, you know, being a sophomore is kind of, 
like that in between. It's like you're not a freshman, but you're not a senior, but you're not a junior. You're just a sophomore. I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> um, and you know, now's the time where you're probably tapping into some social media, um, and so, and you're trying out, you know, makeup and all that, which I don't see anything wrong with. It's it's normal things. Like you're going out, you're you probably are about to get your permit or you have your permit so you're learning how to drive and you're getting ready for your license and you could have your first job at that time and just like you're almost an adult so you're thinking about your future but not really because you still feel like you have some time sis you don't got no time (laughs) or bro anybody you guys there is no time time moves so fast I mean who would have thought we would be in a pandemic for six going on seven months. Now it's like we're closer to it being a year than we're closer to it not being a year, if that makes sense. Um, so anyways, 15-year-old. Oh, man, see, I lost my train of thought again. I should have wrote this down. Anyways, anyways, a 15-year-old to me, that's what a normal 15-year-old is like. But apparently you know, going out with friends and just having fun with friends is not acting your age or whatever. And it's like, how, you know? And uh, when I was watching One Tree Hill, which was based in the 2000s, I think that 15-year-olds now could not be any more innocent <laughs> than how they were before or like in Degrassi. I mean, in Degrassi, they were getting into it. Let me not even get into that. Because, and I'm not even talking about the newest Degrassi. I'm talking about Drake Degrassi. You know what I'm talking about? Aubrey, Graham, Jimmy. That, that right there, that was something else. If that's really how 15-year-olds act, I might have to just, whew, I don't know. If that's really how they act, then I think I'm in for a rude awakening. But... Anyways, the way that, um, and I mean, I'm sure if like 15 year old, I mean, there are definitely some bad ones for sure, but like, there's always going to be someone who's bad, someone who's trying, like someone who's blatantly trying to be grown. Like, I get that. I get that completely. Like, you don't got to tell me because I get that. But I think that they're, I just think that this whole acting grown or being older than who you are, acting older than what you are thing, we really got to come together and figure out what that is now. I feel like we should do that once every generation, but I feel as though older, older people, and I'm talking about like people in their 50s, 60s, they are kind of, not everybody, not everybody, but there is a cool amount looking down on my generation, all because we're nothing like their generation. And I think that my generation is not necessarily looking down on older people or nothing. I just don't think that they take them seriously, you know? Because it's like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. You, no, yeah. So it's, I think everybody needs to collectively get onto the same page as far as that. Okay, so back to what I was saying earlier. Um, I started to get into the how the whole pandemic, I know, I, I know I said I was going to stop talking about it, but this is our reality. You know, it's it's our life. I have to talk about it just a little bit more because I don't think that it's quite understood how impactful this has been on the youth. This is more than just going to school and seeing your friends. This is more than just, I don't know. This is just more than just staying at home all day. This is more than just, I don't, I don't know. I think that 
this pandemic has really, really hurt the youth and nobody's realizing it. Um, it's no one's fault necessarily. I don't, I know that this is an extremely stressful time for adults, you know, you gotta be worrying about everything and it makes sense. And I think that's why right now is the perfect time to be learning new things at my age or in for my generation but side note being curious is not being spiteful we're not blaming you for being in the situation we are in and the goal isn't to hurt you and the people we love that's not the goal but you guys need to realize how dangerous curiosity at this age can be because it really takes a toll on well not curiosity but the reaction to us being curious really can hurt someone and so let's start from square one okay well no no let me continue what I was saying this pandemic has taken away everything everything and we thought it was only gonna be for a month well first first we thought it was only gonna be for four days then we thought it was gonna be for two weeks then we thought it was gonna be for a month and then we thought it was gonna be for three months but now we're going on to seven months plus and and that's seven months of all this pent-up energy and not having an outlet and not being being able to just escape. That's seven months of just staying with your family or whoever you're with at the time. And although it's like a time to get closer, it's there is no outlet and... Being a teenager, and eight to twelve, <laughs> um, it's so important to have an outlet. And being stuck in the house, what's gonna be our only outlet? Like long term, think about it. It's the social media. It's the internet. It's all of that. It's all technology. Now, technology has not only been a tool, it's been a necessity. It's, it's essential to life. And we're depending on it. Not everybody, but a cool amount of us. I mean, look at this podcast. It's on technology. Like, it's not on the radio, it's not on the television, it's on your device, you know what I'm saying? And so that's, and we need it, like you can't just take it away, like this is what we're depending on, this is what we have been depending on for the past six, almost seven months, you know? And this whole, and this whole finding a new outlet thing is... I don't want to say dangerous, but kind of, because before you had, like, the people who never really had a phone, never had a computer, the people who were, like, not into technology at all, they always had, for the most part, they had, like, sports to do, they had school to go to, they had human interaction, and human interaction is essential to life. It is. As, well, human, for humans. Um, specifically, um, and when you take that away, it can make a person go crazy, like, I don't, like, at this age, mental health is a very, very large issue, which we will get into another day, but we really got to tap into mental health, not only for older people, but for us young people as well, we see you guys stressing, so we try not to be in your face, be in your ear too much. But 
and this isn't even just for like really really this is for everybody and I'm talking like three-year-olds four-year-olds they see that stress and energy they feel it and they want to do the best they can to not add to it and that and with that being said they are also in this weird predicament where it's not like they can go somewhere outside or they can go to the soccer field and get all their energy out so it's just all pent up and it's frustrating and it's saddening saddening and you can only handle it for so long and I think seven months is way too long so I understand why people my age are doing what they're doing I understand it and I feel as though going into what and I feel as though the reaction should have that understanding as well and I think that we all just need to take a step back and look at everything analyze everything instead of what you have just seen uh I'm not going to tell you what exactly there is to see just know that this whole social media thing it's really impacting the youth I the youth is the ones getting such a large impact from social media that's why I keep saying I don't think these influencers understand how many kids are watching them and like when I say kids I'm not even talking about teenagers I'm talking about kids I'm talking about not even preteens I'm talking about kids like seven-year-olds, like children. But anyways, we're going to start with curiosity and we're going to end. Well, no, we're going to start with the scientific method. We're going to end with curiosity. (laughs) I know, I know. It sounds kind of random, but this is exactly how the cycle goes. So the scientific method basically starts with an observation. You, and this is kind of, when it comes to this whole scientific method, curiosity thing, there are several going on all the time. There is short term and there's long term, but there's no goal. And there's the end part, or the end, there is none. Right, so that's that's the scary part. Um, whew, hold on, because, whew, let me just take a breath. It's it's a it's a little bit hard to explain, but it's also, if you got it, you get it, but if you don't get it, you might have to go back because, this this is intense. This is an intense conversation, so I'm gonna try to make it as joyful as possible (laughs) okay so like I said the scientific method starts with observation um observation you see things happening and this is for all situations but specifically for the one for the social media aspect or the experimenting well not experimenting but the whole learning things on your own and the whole just it looks bad but that's not the intention this is where it all tends to um you just observe things you see other people doing it so why can't you do it you know or you get this everybody else is talking about it so you you see it like I see it happening right here like if everyone's else if everyone else is doing it, I don't want to be the one not doing it, right? So then you hypothesize. <laughs> you just you think you know what's going to happen and your intuition is telling you whether this is a good thing, you should do it or it's a bad thing, you shouldn't do it. But you still want to know what the end game really is. So you experiment, you try it out, and you get results, whether, and most of the time it's like likes, 
followers, you know, those are your results. But like I said in the beginning, you're leaving breadcrumbs because at the end you want communication. You want to know if this was the right way to go about it, if this was the wrong way to go about it. But that, like I said, that end part doesn't come for a very long time. And maybe for some people it does, but for a lot of us, it doesn't. So it's kind of like if I'm not getting caught and if no one's telling me it's bad, then I'm going to keep doing it, right? But I know you guys are probably, or I know the grown-ups are probably like, well, if you want to know it's bad, why don't you just ask about it? Or if you want to know if it, if you think it's wrong, why are you doing it? Or uh, how are we supposed to get caught if you're sneaking around? <laughs> I know that's not how you guys talk, but still. That's what the breadcrumbs are for. The breadcrumbs, you know, you see a change in tone. You see a change in action but it's the little things now I'm not going to speak for everybody's kid because I don't know your kid or I don't know you or I just don't know exactly everyone's situation right so I'm just gonna say watch your kid and if they and if you see them acting strange about things then they're probably they're they're probably doing it subconsciously um yeah, they're doing it subconsciously. Like, they don't even real. We don't realize we're doing it. Um, but you are. And we are. And when you see the little things going on, like saving your phone in your room or changing tone or you're very short or I don't know what else. Or... I don't even know, changing music or just on the phone all the time. Now, I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying if that if your kids doesn't usually do that, then they're leaving breadcrumbs for you. They're subconsciously leaving breadcrumbs. So there might be some like people my age who are disagreeing with me like, no, I'm not. But (laughs) yes, you are. Trust me. We're not as slick as we think we are. Because subconsciously, we're trying to get caught. But consciously, we are not trying to get caught because, you know, our intuition is telling us that's not good. Go back. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, you better chill out with that. You better chill. But consciously, we're like, I mean, hey, um. I'm talking to new people, I'm interacting with people, um, this is kind of fun, I'm interested, and I'm not saying that you just shouldn't be on social media at all, I'm saying that the things you're hiding, you shouldn't be doing them, but ultimately it's up to you, and the reason that right now is the most interesting part of learning new things and about this just learning is because we're doing it so often at least in school you have like six hours to you know not deal with it right and then at home you know you will probably either you'll always have something to do at home and then when you're not doing anything that's when you are on your phone but like for me, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I only have school for three hours straight, and then I'm donezo. And on Thursdays and Fridays, I mean Thursdays and Tuesdays, I could just—that's probably my longest day, which is four hours, and then I'm donezo. And like everything's on my own schedule, like it's—it's it's a lot more lenient, and I could be on my phone in class. And now I'm speaking for all of us. But we could be on our phones in class. Nobody would even know. Uh, We could be not even at the whole desk or wherever we're at. We could be sleeping. We could be doing anything in the world. 
um, distance learning and it's like and nobody will know you know so right now is the time where everybody at least most of us majority of us are probably experimenting with something whether it's a positive thing or a negative thing we're trying to do something and I just want us to all take a step back and look at the bigger picture I know, I know, episode two is probably nothing like episode one, <laughs> um, but I, I just, I don't know, this is kind of the way I want to go about things, I told you, I told you they would be longer, y'all was not trying to believe me, but I was, I'm very excited to see how you respond to this episode, because I think it's pretty cool, but it's ultimately it's up to you, whatever you want to learn about or listen about or know about um just let me know and please 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 share with your family and your friends if you think it's cool or if you learned something it really really helps i hope you liked our song of the week reborn's rebel by ski master slump god uh it it's i love that song so much and to just put a little bit of um, take on the government, I think we all, it's because our parents are so wrapped up with adult stuff like politics and like we don't care about that. And if you do care, that's amazing. You should be a politician or a lawyer, or, you know, get into it. But a cool majority of us are like, you're caring about this election more than you're caring about us. But it's really not their fault, guys. Just like how I'm asking the parents to sit back and look at the situation, we need to do that as well. We need to practice giving our parents the benefit of the doubt, thanking them more often, because they deserve it, you know? And I think that it goes both ways. You know, asking for something goes both ways. So it's going to take everybody as a collective to get on the same page so that we all just can make society a better place. Um, <laughs> but anyways, uh, like I said, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, Citation Needed. I appreciate you for coming. I'm going to close out with Reborn to Rebel and then... I will see you guys this time next week, Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Western Time. Everybody, enjoy your day or night or morning whenever you're listening to this podcast. And can't wait for you guys to tune in next week. Peace out and enjoy life and love yourself.